Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. He's breaking it down so you don't have to. This is Breaking It Down with Frank McKay on 107.1 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here with an exciting new actress, and you can't even say she's new. She's got a resume a mile long already. Well, it seems like a mile long. And uh, again, you can hear her in Summer Camp Island, and she's got a bunch of them under her uh, under her belt, and uh, you saw her in Will and Grace, and uh, the middle school, the worst years of my life. But again, we are talking about the, uh, the, the premiere of season six, Fear the Walking Dead, uh, Sundays on AMC and Alexa Nysenson is our very special guest and uh, absolutely thrilled to have you. How are you, Alexa? Hi, I'm doing great. How are you? Uh, terrific. And uh, I, I, I imagine you're excited to, to see something new on TV and it's always nice to turn something on and it's you on TV. Will you be watching like oh, the rest of us? Of course. I'm so excited. I mean, I am just so thrilled for everybody to see season six. It's very dark and intense and much more of a, a different vibe this season. And I'm just, I'm so excited for everybody to see it. I'm literally counting down the days. How have you dealt with the the seclusion or the uh, sequestering uh, being isolated like this? I, you know, I imagine uh, for, uh, for a young person like yourself and especially an actress that's getting so much work and you're really on a roll, did you uh, did you relish the time off? Did you was it frustrating for you? How did you deal with the time off? Yeah, I mean, I think for the most part, I I was okay with it, you know. But I definitely think I had my days and my moments where I I was incredibly frustrated and I was kind of you know losing it a little, staying at home. Um, but I, I was quarantining with my family in Los Angeles for for about seven months, and it's you know it's definitely was was pretty intense some days and definitely frustrating i mean there were a lot of days where i was just incredibly bored or really sad so for me i think i kind of just took it day by day you know to see how i was feeling but i feel like it was definitely a mix of like oh this is you know fun time to just kind of hang at home and relax and and you know focus on other things but then also some days it was incredibly frustrating have you gotten into following the fandom uh, you know, again, it, it's overwhelming with the Fear the Walking Dead and, the you know, the Walking Dead before that. I mean, it's tremendous. Yeah. And, you, you know, you're a huge star and you're constantly talked about. But it has to be a strange thing to, to watch this kind of phenomenon happening. Do you stay away from it or do you kind of follow what's going on? Uh, that's a great question. I I think in the beginning, you know, obviously when I came onto the show, um, my character Charlie, I, I definitely did get a lot of... Um, you know, negative fan reaction in the beginning for, for the thing she did. And I wasn't, like, I knew that this fandom was, was intense and passionate, but I definitely didn't really expect, you know, a ton of the hate that I got. So that was definitely interesting because I really had no idea that 
that um, it was going to be like that. I mean, I knew that I was going to fans weren't really going to be happy with Charlie, but I don't know that I expected it to that level. So I think in the beginning, um, I, I was reading tweets and, and following and wanting to know, but now I try not to as much. Of course, I still love, um, you know, watching, you know, like videos that, that fans will make and, and pictures and wonderful edits and drawings, but I try to not be too like obsessed with like, you know, Twitter and the comments and, and think about that too much. Well, you got to think if if they're talking about you, and even in a, a negative way, you're doing your job. You know what kind of role Charlie is, and it's yeah. challenging. And Definitely. I, I, you do it so well, but go ahead. Oh, thank you. Yeah, That's very sweet. Well, it, the, the, the point is that uh, someone at your age and your, you know, the, the height of, uh, of, of exposure that you're getting 20 years ago wouldn't have to deal with this. 15 years ago wouldn't have to deal with yeah. this. But you do. So it's a unique situation to have, and you, yeah. you got to kind of feel for. And when I think of Charlie, I, I almost think of Skyla White, you know, on on Breaking Bad, right? The the actress yeah. who played, uh, you know, she did such a wonderful job in that role, but the the fans didn't like the character, <laughs> and they went after it. So you know, I I would wear that as yeah. a badge of honor if I, I were her and I were you. Um, I, oh, for do you, sure. Do you look forward to playing different types of roles, different types of personalities? Definitely. I mean, as as an actress, it, it's definitely you know for me, I'm I'm always. It's such an amazing thing, I think, as an actor that you can really just at any time, you know, when when you have a new role, just be like somebody else, happen to a different role and, and different personality. But what I love about Charlie is that the character really is super complex so there's so many different layers to her so i feel like every you know every few episodes and every season i'm i'm kind of in a way getting to really explore like a whole different side like you know a new part of this character do you have a fluid schedule or is there anything set in stone uh, yet other than fear the walking dead are, are there other roles that you're waiting or because of uh, where we are with coronavirus is everything kind of fluid yeah i mean you know, I definitely, we, I will say we are going back into production for filming because we were shut down halfway. So I'm very excited about that. And, you know, that does kind of um, take up most of my schedule. So I'm just, I'm really excited to, to uh, be back in Austin and to get, to get started back up on filming. Yeah. I mean, did, how much time did you guys all spend together kind of just catching up on what everyone did? Was that uh, the first day? Was that the first few days? Uh, how much catch up was there with the other cast members? Well, I actually haven't started filming yet. I'm oh, okay. in Austin, but I haven't started filming yet. But um, while we were all quarantining, I saw a few of my cast members like for like socially distanced outside. Um, so we did get to, I, I did get to kind of, catch up with a, a few of them that I saw and that was always great because you know during the season we all really do spend a lot of time together you know um long days all day um kind of in the middle of nowhere you know you you guys are just kind of with each other for a lot of the time so it was definitely weird when when I went back to to LA to quarantine and you know then it was became you know seven months really without without being with any of them so i did get to see a few of them for, for kind of a socially distanced hangout which was fun and we got to catch up but 
I'm very, very excited to to see everyone. Listen, congratulations on your portrayal of, of Charlie. It's not a it's not an easy thing to do. And thank and you, you very much. So I well. appreciate it. Yeah. Thank us- you. That's very sweet of you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Hey, do you have a real quick before you go? Do you have a social media handle that you want to uh, share with us where people could follow? I do. Yeah. Um, Instagram is just my name at Alexa Nisenson. Alexa. And Twitter as well. All right. Alexa, thank you very much. Can't wait to see the new season. Thank you so much. Alexa Nisenson, everyone, has been our very special guest. And if you if you follow Fear the Walking Dead, you'll know what she's talking about. You know, she's she's got one of those characters that the fans love to hate. And, you know, I, th- I think it's, uh, it, you know, it's probably, uh, you know, somewhat of a challenge for a young person, I think she's 14 years old. And, you know, again, I, you, I certainly don't want to treat her differently because of her age. She carries herself so much older, and she started so young. And I, I, I'll tell you what, I, just I, I'm impressed with the few minutes we spoke uh, to her here with how, how she handles it. Uh, Skylar White, maybe that's a, that's a big comparison, but in, if you're a Breaking Bad fan, uh, you'll, you'll realize how hated uh, Skyla White, the character, is, and and the actress who plays her. I don't know why I'm going blank on on Skyla White. I mean, I, uh, oh my God, I, I. But anyway, the the actress who plays her is bothered. I mean, is really bothered. You, you can tell, and I've never had her on the show, but you could, you, you can understand, uh, maybe a little bit why she uh, she is. Uh, she's hated. I mean, she is absolutely hated by Breaking Bad fandom. And you look at the, the memes and you look at everything else and she's just, uh, she just, oh, it's Anna Gunn, I'm sorry. Yeah, somebody just uh, pointed out that it's Anna Gunn. And, uh, you know, she's, uh, she she really is a, uh, she's a terrific actress and she's done uh, great work. But boy, do they hate her on uh, in certain fandom groups and and everything else, and and the character. I'm not a big fan of the character. I'm a big fan of the show Breaking Bad, but I couldn't stand it from the first episode on. But I, I could differentiate between Anna Gunn and Skylar White. I'm sure that's not uh, that's that's not there. And and they have to live with these roles. And they, you know, and and fortunately for her, that this role came up and made her a star, made her a household name, uh, and a household name that I just forgot, which is terrible. But uh, but Anna Gunn. Uh, did a, a terrific job playing Skyla White. The, the character itself is no one that I, uh, you know, I, I, I particularly would want to hang out with. And she got killed in all the fan groups and the chats. And you just just look up Skyla White Breaking Bad, and and you'll just you'll hear what I what I mean. And and Charlie. Uh, Alexa Nisenson's character isn't that, but she, you know she's, uh, you know she's not uh, not the personality that uh, you imagine would be warm and fuzzy. Uh, I'll I'll let you watch it or Google Google it. But she does the character so well, and again at a young age, it's not you know it's it's not easy. Uh, you know, listen, I'm not an actor, but I imagine this is a this is a challenge for a young kid to deal with. And to uh, to read all the things that people ripping into you and hating, you know, you, you as the character and not being able to differentiate between uh, Alexa Nisenson and and Charlie on Fear the Walking Dead is uh, is problematic. <laughs> if you can't understand, there's a difference between the character and the actress. I mean, you, you know, you you've got other problems, but people get caught up into it. She's a wonderful actress, 
and uh, check her out in middle school, the worst years of my life. Uh, she uh, had, a, had an episode of uh, Will and Grace uh, when it came back, uh, Fear the Walking Dead, of course, and you could hear her in uh, Summer Camp Island. She's got a bunch of episodes there and a voiceover, I think. And um, anyway, thrilled to have Alexa Nysonson. Check out Fear the Walking Dead on Sundays on AMC. Season 6 is upon us. And, and check it out. Alexa Nysonson has been our very special guest. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you next time on Breaking It Down. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Breaking It Down with your host, Frank McKay, on 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here with the terrific actor, and so many people know him as Cato from The Hunger Games. Uh, if you haven't seen The Seeker, The Dark is Rising, see it. He is absolutely terrific in it. His latest is coming up this Friday, National Champions, and it, it, it's something I'm going to go out to see. It's in theaters. It's sure. a must-watch for everyone. Also, you can check him out on Star's Heels, which is, uh, which is a TV series. Uh, check him out there. But Alexander Lug- Ludwig is our very special guest and thrilled to have him. Alexander, how are you? Hey, man, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, listen, uh, we appreciate having you and appreciate what you're doing. You put a, a really wonderful career together, and, uh, and and I'll tell you what, everything that you're in is becoming uh, can't miss. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, National Champions. It sounds terrific. Oh, man, I really, really appreciate you saying that. You know, it's it's like the hard part of the job, I think, is, is really being able to say, to say no to the easy gets and just hanging on when something great comes along. And that was certainly the case with national champions. It's, um, it's a, a really special story, um, that kind of dramatizes, uh, what, you know, currently happening, uh, in our world. It's the first time I think I've ever been a part of something that is a topic of conversation right now. And that's, that is super exciting. Um, so, I mean, the, the, the film is, is about, um, um, you know, a, a, a college athlete uh, who basically has everything going for him, uh, deciding to stand up for what's, what's right. And I play um, one of the athletes who isn't going to make it to the NFL and is going to, and is going to you know, kind of reap the consequences of all the injuries he's sustained um, and, and having to basically, you know, start life from scratch. Um, um, I know a lot of these guys and, um, you know, I, I grew up with a lot of guys who, who were really talented football players and certainly didn't make it to the NFL and, uh, watching, um, what happens after is, can at times be tragic. So to get to be a small part in this really important story is, is really special. 
I, I mean, if you think about it, a uh, uh, hell of a lot more people don't make it to the NFL than uh, than do make it to the NFL. So I think a, p- a lot of people could relate with this. And, and again, uh, you know, there's uh, there's a built-in audience, uh, huge uh, football uh, fans out there, but it's more than that. There's a lot more to it than just football. It's uh, it, it's it's a lot of life lessons in in there. And it, uh, again, it's coming out this Friday. We urge everyone to see National Champions. Tell us about some of the other cast members. It's it's really a dynamite cast. Oh man, I mean, this cast is yeah, I agree. It's 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 really special. And I actually just saw the film, and it, it's it's a really really special film. Uh, we you know J.K. Simmons plays our coach, um, and he's just a tremendous actor. Uh, Uzo Aduba um, plays uh, plays one of the the top dogs in NCAA. Um, Timothy Oliphant uh, is in it. Um, uh, obviously, my buddy Stefan James is in it. He's such a spectacular actor, and we came up together and uh, we worked on stuff in the past together. So I love love him. And Russell Wilson does a cameo in it. Um, Jeffrey Donovan plays the head of uh, the NCAA. Christian Chenoweth, Tim Blake Nelson, David Kochner, you know, and King Botch. You know, it's just this like it's this incredible group of people. And I think why they were able to do this was that, you know, for all these actors, um, the stories on, on the page, uh, it's a really, really special story. And I believe it was originally written to be a play. Um, and, um, I can't tell you, like I was talking to our director, Rick, how many NFL athletes wanted to be a part of this film. Um, they were calling him kind of off the hook because it was just, it's so important to them. So to get the support of people like Russell was, was just such a bonus. Um, cause it kind of just uh, solidified the fact that we're, we're telling the story that should be told. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, it's an incredible group to be a part of and I'm, and I'm included. You know, so many people uh, recognize you from uh, from the Hunger Games. Uh, you got accolades for good reason as Cato, and and you did a, a, a absolute a terrific job in the Hunger Games uh, and the Seeker. Uh, if, if people haven't seen the Seeker, the dark is rising. They should see it because uh, you really shine in this. I'm sure since those those two roles specifically, those two roles, you get a lot of things thrown at you. You know, a lot of a uh, lot of scripts thrown at you, a lot of uh, whatever. You know, descriptions of shows uh do you know right away uh, about a show or a movie if it's going to be for you or does it take a little time for it to sink in yeah you know to be honest um so like funny enough i think that the, the role that really changed uh you know things a lot for me was vikings i did a tv show called vikings which um did extraordinarily well and and i think that uh, i was able to show so much over like the six years i was on the show um, and be a part of that great story as well. Um, and it led to so many opportunities. And I think, um, yeah, you do get a lot of stuff thrown at you. And, and you know, it, it, you really have to manage this, like, um, your your own kind of uh, mentality a little bit because it's, um, you know, I, I'm so grateful to just be in the position I'm in right now. Um, so obviously when there's new, new jobs with big stars attached to it and they're like, take it, take it you're like, wow, I should be so lucky. However, you also need to be really smart. I think like, as you said, I'm so grateful. You said what you said, like, you're like, wow, like your name is slowly becoming synonymous with, with great work. And that's what I've always wanted. I want people to know that when they see a movie I'm in, it's going to be something special. And of course, that's not always the case. There's a lot that goes into making a, a great film. Everybody, it's not just one person, you know, it's, it's a whole group of, 
actors and directors and crew members who who make uh, a movie um, shine. But when it does come out great, it's an even more fulfilling experience. And uh, for me, it starts on the page, and then you got to look at who's involved. You know, like I, I'm always looking at okay, who's directing this, who's producing this, who wrote this, because um, you know, just just in my experience as an actor, just becoming seasoned and just time in the business is so important because you learn so much. And, you know, I've been a fan of Rick Roman was who's, uh, who directed national champions. I've been a fan of his for years. He did a film called shot caller that I thought was incredible. He just did a film called Greenland with Gerard Butler. That was awesome. It was like probably my favorite film of the pandemic. And, um, I've wanted to work with him forever. So when I, when I had the opportunity to, I jumped on it because I knew it was going to be quality. And, this is a really exciting one for him too, because it's not just a big action film. This this is a film with real, really, really real substance and, and a really great characters. Alexander, before you go, could you uh, point us to a website or a social media site where we could follow along with what you're doing? And if there's anything else coming up that we haven't touched on, please let us know. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I I, I post as much as I can on on like anything with like jobs coming up and stuff. It's usually just. I got an Instagram now. It's usually the easiest thing. It's just my name, Alexander Ludwig. Um, and uh, and yeah, I really appreciate your time. Thanks so much for your interest. And I'm, I really hope you love the film. I'm, I'm I could not be more proud of it. Um, and I can't wait for everybody to see it. Uh, congratulations on national champions and everything else that's going right for you, Alexander. Thanks for being here. Hey, back at you, man. Thank you so much, Alexander Ludwig. Everyone has been our very special guest. Uh, yeah, shame on me. Vikings is is his big uh, deal, you know. But I got caught up in Hunger Games because so many people are into Hunger Games, and when you read about him, you know, so many people point to uh, his role as Cato. Uh, but I saw uh, the Seeker, the Dark is rising, and he was terrific in that. But yeah, Vikings is uh, is six seasons of uh of that show and i uh, you know I, you got to believe he got uh, he got a lot of work from uh from that so um good that he pointed that out uh, he's a terrific actor and national chair and champions has a uh, you know a, a bunch of he, he mentioned tim blake nelson and and jk uh simmons and you know there's a there's a bunch of folks in there and and you know we'll see how they mesh together this friday the the uh the the film comes out and it is uh, again called national champions and uh, you know big interest always a big interest in in football college football certainly and there's a lot of people uh, like i said more people not making it to the nfl than who uh, actually do make it to the nfl so uh, there's uh, it's it's a movie that could speak to a lot of different folks. Uh, also, Heels. I don't know much about Heels. It's uh, it's it's on Stars, uh, eight episodes long, uh, from what I'm just reading here, and and uh, it was just picked up for a season two, and he's uh, he's he's getting rave reviews for his performance in this. And uh, again, a, a very good actor, Alexander Ludwig. And uh, we're getting him here first. Uh, first thing in the morning. I'm I'm here on no <laughs> no sleep. I'm in I'm in San Francisco, and uh, I you know I've been up all night. This is an early morning recording here, and uh, we're out here to shoot a documentary and uh, just a quick um, 
a day or two out here and then uh, um, flying back. But anyway, Alexander Ludwig uh, here at uh, six in the morning uh, L.A. time. Uh, with me recording, and he's uh, he's probably on the same schedule I am. The only thing is I, I didn't sleep at all. I, I got it delayed in, uh, you know, in the airport, and JFK and uh, Alaska Airlines you know, uh, had a combination uh, effort to, to push back a, a plane three and a half hours. So uh, I didn't get in uh, with the rest of the folks there until about three in the morning. Uh, no rental cars open in San Francisco at that time. It's not like New York. San Francisco is a great city, but it, certainly it isn't 24 hours like uh, like New York is. It's shut down. The, the You go uh, 2.30 in the morning, you go through the airport, it's completely shut down. There's nothing there. There's no rental cars. Um, we had them, you know, reserved and whatever. But uh, anyway, Alexander Ludwig is our very has been our very special guest. National Champions is upon us. Uh, you can see it in the, in the next couple of days. It's out in theaters. Try to see it on the big screen, and also uh, check out Stars uh, TV Heels. And again, it's just been picked up for a second season. I don't know where Alexander fits in there. I don't know much about the series, but I've uh, been hearing good things about it. And he's getting rave reviews for what he's done over there. Frank McKay signing off. Alexander Ludwig from Hunger Games and Vikings and, uh, and, and The Seeker. The Dark is Rising has been our very special guest. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It's Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. Long Island Vibes. On 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. Now here's your host, Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here with a wonderful actor. He is, uh, he is absolutely tremendous. Uh, you know him from uh, Nashville and, and, of course, Outer Banks. Uh, season two is upon us, and Charles Esten is our very special guest. Uh, he, he is absolutely, absolutely fantastic. Everything I've ever seen him in, uh, he, he blows me away. He is a very, very talented guy. And everyone that hasn't seen Outer Banks is, uh, is missing out. It's a must-watch, and uh, everyone, everyone, uh, check out Netflix, Out of Banks. Charles, how are you? I'm fine. I think we should conclude with that. That is as nice as an introduction. It's not going to get any better than that introduction, so thank you so much. I'm very, very moved. Thank you, bud. Well, l- listen, you're, uh, you're, you're very worthy of that. Every, everyone says it about you. Got, you must hear that a lot. I mean, you, you've put a lot of time into your craft. Uh, I think it shows, but uh, it, it, it doesn't come. It, you're not born with this. You had to work at this. 
Oh, that's very, very kind. I think it's uh, the things you love are the things you get good at is, is what it is. Um, uh, same with you on the radio. You probably loved it from a very early age, and you just pour your heart into it. And, and that and the added years, I often say that when I first started as an actor, it reminded me when I first started as I worked uh, carpentry or construction, and I went and bought this brand-new tool set at, at uh, Heckinger's at the time, if that was the old place back then. And I remember showing up on the day with these hammers with a price tag on it, and the toolbox that was shiny with no scratches on it. And everybody there that knew what they were doing, their tools were old and scratched, and been, that hammer had been swung a million times. So I think by now my acting toolbox is old and scratched, and my hammer's been swung a million times. So that's all it is. Yeah, but listen, also a, a fine line uh, ages uh, a bit, and you know, and again, it doesn't happen overnight. Out of Banks, uh, when when you first, I, I fell in love with it immediately. What, what about you when you first either saw the script or you saw the treat, whatever, whatever the, uh, the, the take was on it, or when you heard the description, what was your, your initial impression of Out of Banks? Well, it was it was really special for me. First of all, I'd been on Nashville for six seasons, and I you know, I'm a student of television, and I know it's not always the case that you get to jump from one great show to another. That frequently doesn't happen. We're some very good actors. You gotta take a little time in the desert before they let you back in the door. So when the Pate brothers and Shannon Burke called me up and they sent me the script called Outer Banks, well, the magic about that was my family and I have been going to the Outer Banks, the actual Outer Banks for, I don't know, the last 15, almost 20 years. Um, all of us, aunts, uncles, cousins and everything. So I thought, well, that's cool. I know that place. It's not lost on me that my last show was Nashville, which was a place. And then here comes Outer Banks. Um, but when I started reading reading the script, I go, this is a wild ride. It's completely different. Not just the show, but the character was very different. I didn't want to do, uh, you know, sometimes they want you to do another version of the thing you just did. So don't, didn't want to play Deacon again. And Ward is definitely not Deacon. So it had so many things that I loved and um, they're just fantastic people to work with. So I've loved every bit of it. Yeah, well, listen, I, I love what you just said there about uh, visiting the Outer Banks. We haven't been there. My wife and, and family and I haven't been there yet, but we want to be because of because of the show. And uh, you know, that's a very interesting dynamic when uh, when a place um, is blessed by a uh, by or a place in geography is blessed by a show, and people all of a sudden start getting interest. You must hear that a lot, right? Where where people uh, say, "I want to go there. I want to visit there." I didn't know anything about the Outer Banks. You, you probably hear that a lot. Well, yeah, I mean, we often heard it about Nashville, or in the early days of Nashville, the, everybody in the city would go, just don't make us look dumb, because like, there'd been a lot of shows where people in Nashville you know, practically had hay in their teeth and their boot up on a hay bale, and so they, they said, just don't make us look dumb, but then very quickly they said, Okay, now you're making us look too good. <laughs> just traffic is getting increased, and here comes all the people. So that can definitely happen. Full disclosure, we shoot Outer Banks in Charleston. Um, and, and a whole lot of people don't know that. A whole lot of people do, but... I think it's had a great effect on both of them. People that know it's in Charleston, that, what a gorgeous city that is. But also Outer Banks, for sure. This is the funny thing. I told you my family goes there every year. This is the first year there was 
not that we couldn't get houses. It was so booked. <laughs> so my family and I this year of all years didn't get to go to Outer Banks <laughs> because none of the weeks worked and it was flat sold out. I, I like to think that our show had something to do with that. Uh, the, uh, by the way, there was no doubt about it. It's a hit. Everybody's watching it. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone I know. Anyway, can you give us a rundown of season two without spoiling, of course, but can you give us a little taste of what we expect? Sure, absolutely. Real quick to give anybody from that hasn't seen it at all, um, it's really kind of an amazing that during the, the lockdown from this pandemic when, you know, everybody was on our own and separated and sort of dark times and I think right at that moment it was released and here comes this young adult adventure um, with the kids from the right side of the tracks and the kids from the wrong side of the tracks. Everything you loved about the Goonies and the Outsiders, um, you know, with, with just those kind of adventures thrown into it. But what struck people is because everybody was locked down with their kids, the moms and dads watched it too and the grandparents and they'll all come up to me going, I'm as hooked as they are. And it was a beautiful thing in that moment to get to go on this wild, gold-chasing adventure with these beautiful young friends who just, uh, they're all there for each other at every point. It really was a right moment in time, and I think helped a lot of people through just some, you know, a time that was obviously no good. So that's how we started, and that's where it picks up and, and, and takes off, is that my character, Ward, plays the father of um, the girl from the right side of the track, Sarah Cameron. Uh, the, the rich folks on and, and Outer Banks on our show, I should say, are called the Kooks. That's all the people with two houses. The Pogues, not so rich. They're the people with two jobs. But that's our hero, John B., is a Pogue. He falls in love with my daughter. His father was hunting treasure off Outer Banks, which is not as far-fetched as it sounds. Outer Banks have been over the centuries many, many um, shipwrecks there because of the uh, the tough shoals, et cetera, and the reefs. So there are gold hunters down there. Anyway, his dad disappears but leaves some clues that maybe he found that gold. Um, and so along with the best friends in the world, uh, they set off to find it. And it is shot so gorgeously. And I think what surprised everybody is along the way of this adventure – there's just a whole lot of heart that draws you in and you find yourself moved. So that's all you can ask for in a show like that. Charles, I want to congratulate you on, on just an amazing career. And like you said, back to back, that's that's uh, that's a dream come true. Uh, Nashville following it up with Outer Banks is absolutely terrific. And uh, it's always nice to talk to someone who does what they do terrifically. And, and certainly that's that's you. Before you go, give us a website or a social media site uh, and anything else that you, you want to add before you leave us. Oh, that's so kind. Um, well, I'm at charlesesten.com, E-S-T-E-N, and you can find me there on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, too. On Facebook, I've been doing a, the quarantine live stream. I was doing a once-a-week, one-hour show, me just playing guitar, telling stories, um, and my wife was my producer, and it let us stay in contact with all those people that like to see me perform, and I actually am starting to get to perform again. The night uh, that the show drops on the 29th, it obviously drops after midnight on the 30th, I will be in Charleston where we shoot at a place called the Windjammer with my band. Uh, I'm one of those lucky guys that gets to do the music and the acting. And then just a night after that, I get to be at the Grand Ole Opry here in Nashville, Tennessee. So my cup is overflowing, and I'm very grateful, and, I, and I'm very grateful to you. have been very kind, Frank. I appreciate you, man. Charles, you deserve it. Thank you very much for being here. Take care. The Outer Banks, everyone. Outer Banks. 
season two is upon us, and uh, Charles Esten, a big reason why he plays Ward, the, the dad of uh, the young lady who's dating John B., if you know the show. But he's, um, yeah, he's a terrific actor. He was great in, in Nashville, the uh, the series, not the uh, not the movie. And But, uh, by the way, I... I I know everyone raved about Nashville, the movie. I, for whatever reason, I just was not a a fan of it. I, I watched it because it's on all these lists of uh, the greatest of all time and, and the top 100 AFI films Nashville. Was, I, I wasn't impressed. The TV show is different. TV show uh, with Charles Esten and, and so many other people there uh, is, uh, is, is terrific. And, uh, yeah, it brought a lot of attention to Nashville. But the uh, Outer Banks um, in, in the Carolinas are, um, are getting a lot of attention now, and it's because of Outer Banks, and season one was such a big deal. And a lot of kids go there. You know, these are, the, these are handsome kids and, and beautiful uh, young ladies that are there. So you figure they were going to attract a, uh, a very young crowd and, uh, you know, very uh, trendy, hip crowd. And they certainly have. Uh, Frank McKay signing off. Charles Esten has been our very special guest. We'll see you next time on Breaking It Down. In many ways, Long Island is the story of America. It's Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. Long Island is definitely the place for you. Now, here's your host, Frank McKay, on 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here with a very talented man and someone who's built up a hell of a hell of a career and a resume. Uh, he just keeps adding to it. And this is this is exciting because I'm an NFL fan as well. The NFL Pylon, uh, it premiered on September 14th. And uh, you can get that at the NFL Pylon uh, at uh, 7 p.m. on uh, on Wednesdays. And uh, and and that's all during the regular season, and we'll talk about the uh, we'll, we'll talk about the playoffs when when the playoffs come up. But well, in the meanwhile, Taron Gillum, uh, Gillum, I'm sorry, uh, is our very special guest. I've been watching him since my kids have been watching the Amanda Show. How about that? That goes back a while. And Whoa. Uh, wow, deep cut, deep cut, Frank. <laughs> yeah, uh, hey, but listen, you were great. She was great. Uh, good, hey, good stuff there. But uh, a lot since then. Uh, Taron, how are you? I'm wonderful, Frank. Thank you for having me, man. How's your day going? I, I'm doing really well so far, and uh, listen, I'm looking forward to uh, look, looking forward to football, and I guess uh, even more so now. You're going to add a little humor to it, and I, I have a feeling it's going to go better for you than it did for our friend Dennis Miller. <laughs> That's right. Dennis had one. Norm McDonald had one. Like it, it's certainly been tried. I, I think I think what our show, the, the NFL Pylon, has going for it is that we are the first official comedy production of NFL films. Like, we are NFL-endorsed, which is rad because we have access to all of the NFL films footage, not from just this season, but since they've been filming football, which is crazy. Like, we haven't even scratched the surface. And, and look, like, my passions are, like, comedy, Star Wars, and football. Do you know that there's going to be a Star Wars football sketch on this show eventually? Like, I can guarantee you that no um, doubt we shoot we shoot at the uh at the nfl facility right next to sofi stadium i'm a diehard rams fan this is just like i manifested the the most perfect job for me right now like i can't even believe it i can't believe it i'm talking about football and making jokes about football anyway 
and now Prime Video has decided to, to pay me. You know, I'm just I'm so grateful. <laughs> way to go, yeah. And uh, by the way, I'm a huge Steve Sable fan, uh, and you know, and again, we we remember the Sables uh, like uh, like uh, it, it was yesterday. But they've put their mark on uh, on the uh, on the world. Uh, not just uh, NFL fans love them, but uh, filmmakers love them and everything else. But uh, anything that. Uh, that NFL films has to do with, I, I never bet against, and I always uh, assume that it's ab- absolutely going to be great. And you're attached to it, and I know it's even. Uh, listen, I, I, if I was a betting man, and, and there was a way to bet on this, I bet that you kill it, that you absolutely kill it. By the way, oh, thanks, buddy. Thanks, yeah, well, your Rams. Uh, now you're a longtime Ram fan. Uh, were you? Uh, were so, you convinced Matt Stafford was going to be the real deal? I, I listen. I gotta. I gotta own up to it. Like, I wasn't sure about Matt. I'll, I'll own up to it now. I'm still not that sure about Matt, and he won us the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? He seems to have this philosophy where it's like, like two passes for our team, three passes for the defenders. You know what I mean? He's given away more multiple interception games in, in the, than, than anybody in the league, but. You know, somehow he pulls through too. So you have to give it to him. you. Have to like that is by far what I admire most about him is like he has the memory of of a flea. You know what I mean? Like he <laughs> his determination, his 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 sort of like uh, you know his ability to let it roll off his back. I, like I haven't seen it matched. It's amazing. And and yeah, like the Super Bowl last year was one of the most fun days of my entire life. Like, I didn't have a voice for two weeks afterwards. Wow, which is terrible because of what you do for a living. But it's it was worth it. Exactly. I was out of work for two weeks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you know uh, Matt Stafford, if I remember correctly, is Clayton Clay- K- Kershaw's roommate in uh, Georgia, right? College roommate. Did you know that? I, I think they even went to high school together, believe it or not. Yeah, wow. I think it goes back further than that. Isn't that crazy? Insane. That's They're insane. Both, that's, uh, yeah. Their, their, their faces are on, like, they, I just saw, like, footage of Matt. He went back to his high school for a dedication. And, yeah, it's him and, and Clayton Kershaw, like, painted on this big mural in the hallways <laughs> of, their, of their high school. So it, I, don't, I don't blame them. No, no, not at all. How about your high school? Are they, are they recognizing you? you? You put together quite a career here. And, uh, and good, oh, and not only a, a nice body of work, but a lot of, a lot of good quality in there, too. Uh, is your high school recognizing you? Oh, for sure. So I went to a really cool high school. I went to a place called WAXA, which is the acronym for L.A. County High School for the Arts. Oh. So it was like a public arts high school here in Los Angeles. And you don't pay tuition. Like, it's public a public education, but you do have to audition to get in. Like so fame. That, that was like, that set me up for all of this, right? Like, if anything, like, I should be painting a mural of the school on my wall. <laughs> they really... They set me up in such a, an, an amazing way to kind of go forth and, and pursue and achieve my dreams. So, but they but they are absolutely very supportive, and, and I go back and and we. I just shot a short film there with some students, uh, like at the beginning of summer, and yeah, I, I, I'm I'm a very proud proud alumni. Well, listen. Uh, congrats on all of that, but definitely congrats on the uh, on on the latest. We're going to be looking uh, forward to this each. I'm going to certainly be looking forward to this uh, each week. Um, uh, Prime videos, uh, a nice spot to be. Uh, tell us a little more about it before you go, and uh, anything that we should know. Absolutely. Yeah. Go ahead. No, absolutely. The way I'm pitching it is that uh, we're going for the for the energy of like 
watching football with your friends, hanging out, making jokes, but also your friends happen to be professional comedians who are paid to be there. <laughs> and and so we get we get to we're not just covering we we of course are covering games where players like the highlights and certainly the lowlights, but we're also just covering like fan culture. You know what I mean? Videos of crazy things that happened in in the tailgating part of it, or, or people fans' reactions from home. Um, we're we're, we're it, it's the whole experience of sports, and we're coming at it as fans, and then and then we get to sort of tee up Thursday night football on on Prime, and that's kind of the cool thing is that we are the first. This is the first time that football, like televised football, is on a streamer, right? It's only been kind of conventional, traditional television before. So to kind of be like, you know, the the open the opener for the first streaming football broadcast um, is a really really cool experience. Yeah, I mean that's a big deal. I mean this is you know we're not talking about professional lacrosse or, or volleyball. You know this is the NFL, a uh, big deal, and uh, yeah. you're going to kill it. And uh, before I let you go, Thanks, let Frank. yeah, give us a, a website or a social media site where we could follow along with you and and what's going on with the show. Totally. So so the best one for the show and all of it is NFL. You know even Twitter, Instagram, all of it is at NFL on Prime. I am at Taryn Killam on Twitter, and then I'm at Tarzan No Z on Instagram because somebody got to my name before me on Instagram. This <laughs> son of a gun, I'll never forgive him. Uh, <laughs> all right. Way to go. You're going to kill it. Thanks for being here, and hopefully Thank we can you, talk to you again a, a longer period of time. Taryn, thanks for being here. I would love it, Frank. Taryn Killam, everyone, has been our very special guest. You know him from Saturday Night Live. You know him. Uh, like I said, the Amanda show, she was terrific. Amanda Baines, it was. Uh, I remember my kids used to watch it, and I'd watch it with her. And it was one of the uh, one of the shows I could stomach that uh, that they liked. Uh, but it was uh, it, it was uh, it was solid, and she was she was terrific. I know she melted down, and and I, again, I shouldn't make light. I mean, uh, mental illness uh, being what it is. I mean, she uh, she seriously melted down. But before that, she was. Um, she was a bit of a super talent on the on the rise, and uh, I think she she was uh, she showed a lot of talent on that show, kid show. I mean, I, I you know I don't want to you know I don't want to make it sound like it was Seinfeld, you know, but um, uh, for a kid show and for a kid, she was a very young girl that was uh, doing it. But he was he was great on it, and he's a very very talented guy. Let's see how he does. I mean, Dennis Miller didn't work; people didn't accept him, and. Uh, Norm McDonald, uh, same thing, and uh, you know the late great Norm McDonald. Um, look at the uh, at the end of the day, uh, it, it's time is going to tell, and uh, something tells me uh, Taron uh, Killam is going to do very well in this role. He's a fan; he's a big, big time sports fan and big time uh, football fan. Rams, you know, I was I was going to say, hey, are you a Rams fan or are you just like uh, bandwagon jumping? Now that they won the suit, <laughs> he he grew up. He went to went to high school in uh, in some fame type high school, right in uh, in Los Angeles. Uh, so let's let's assume he's a Ram fan for sure. I'm I'm sure he wouldn't lie to us. Um, anyway, yeah, Matt Stafford. That's funny. He said he's still not sold on him, even though he won the Super Bowl. Anyway, Frank McKay signing off. Taron Killam has been our very special guest, and uh, we'll check him out on the NFL uh, as the NFL season goes along. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you next time on Breaking It Down. He's breaking it down. 
so you don't have to. This is Breaking It Down with Frank McKay on 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays.